Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Chris, are you there? What's up? I can. You sound like you're coming through a, a Vietnam walkie-talkie. All right. Well, these headphones didn't work. Other headphones. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that didn't work at all. All right. I'm going to take you off. Hey, everybody. So John is uh, feeling the effects of a booster shot. So... He was a little wiped. He wasn't sure if he was going to make it today. Uh, he decided to come anyway. He might have to drop out at some point because it kicked him right in the dick. Uh, so uh, he's currently outside his Japanese friend's house. Right, Kimmers? Fantastic audio there. Real good. Um, so uh, so for right now, it's just us uh, until John figures out his whole uh, business. Currently, his screen is frozen. That's exciting. Um, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the last one of the week. Uh, there's no guests this week. We've had a lot of guests lately. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've fucking loved having the guests on. Um, but yeah, today it's just John and I. Ashley's going to be back on Sunday. We're doing the gaming stream uh, with uh, patrons and uh, subs on Sunday before the stream. Ashley's going to be there for that. So come on down. It'll end up being, I think we're doing like a 90-minute game stream and then a two-hour normal stream. It's going to be a nice long uh, Sunday afternoon, so come join us for that. Otherwise, how's everyone's uh, Remembrance Day going? Have you remembered? Did you forget to remember? Did you think it was the 5th of November and that's why you should be remembering? Oh, looks like John's back. Let's see. Yo. Hello? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Chris, can you hear me? What's up, buddy? Oh, so clear. Just crystal. Chris, That's I can't beautiful. hear you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to leave. Check your audio source. Check your output. Um, I've set up the stream uh, on my projector, and it's kind of strange how big your heads are, but I'm kind of digging it. Oh, man. What's up? Whoa. That's just quality content right there. That's a professional broadcaster seeing an opportunity and making the most of it. Podcast listeners, you're missing out on a lot of good stuff right now. Uh, basically, I just got real close to the camera because I'm big, and that made me bigger. John, can you hear me? I can. Can you good. hear me? Good. Yeah, loud and clear. How close to the camera did you get? I got pretty – I go, whoa. No, Chris. Guys, Super close. Big announcement. I just took the COVID booster. I am now anti-vax. I am now <laughs> – It happened. I'm now anti-vax. I am against it. Don't do it, guys. In other news, I've just sold out all of my stand-up dates and killed 1,100 people. Yay! Um, I just realized that I didn't bring my coffee mug. Hold down the stream, John. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. How's it going? John Hastings here. I want you to know a couple of things. One, cannot see your comments. Two, I regret telling you that. Three, haven't had a fever in over two years. And I'll tell you, I've not missed it. Um, I tried to pull a stand-up gig tonight. Evidently, everyone's getting their boosters, or everyone's just trying to cancel on this guy. Because I called, and he was like, no, you can't cancel, was the first thing he said. And I was like, oh, oh what's going on? And he's like, 
everyone's canceling and I got my COVID booster yesterday and I feel like shit. And I was like, me too, buddy. I want to cancel. And he's like, I don't have anyone else who can open or close the show. And wow. I was like, okay, well. So you're, so you're doing both? I'm just closing two shows. But I was, and then I was just like, all right, but I'm not getting there on time. I'm getting there right before my first set time. And he was like, mm. and then we agreed to a time. And in my head, I went, and you know, we might push that a little bit. Yeah, there will be a I'm five minutes away text going in. Oh, um, <laughs> here's something that I should not be so public about. But if I ever say to you, I am five minutes away and it's involving a gig, and Diamond Geyser, who is in the chat, has been a mm -hmm. victim of this many times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am nowhere. I may not be in the city. Yeah. And that oh. has, I have 100% done that. You're probably buying a coffee before you get on the train. No, I never do the buying of the coffee before I get on the train because that is that shows that I'm not giving uh, haste to getting there. <laughs> well, oh, you don't tell them that, but that's what you're doing. I mean, if there is coffee available for purchase on the train, that, my friend, is a very different situation. There's nothing I could do at that point. I might as well have a delicious coffee. That coffee is fucking terrible, though. I completely agree with you. But for a good portion of time, the uh, Virgin Train Cafe was my regular cafe in London. Ugh. Ugh. You lived. You lived with me. It was bas basically Disgusting. you lived with a. You lived, you lived in a house with a small room where my stuff was, and I just yeah. dis just disappeared all the time. Oh, for sure. But there are prets everywhere, man. There's no excuse. Yeah, it's but disgusting. Let's say you have some goddamn self-respect. Let's say in one weekend you decided to go Aberdeen to Brighton to Lancaster. You just oh, need I've any. Any oh my god! <laughs> it's one of those days as a stand-up comedian where you just like I gotta fire whoever books travel, knowing you're like that's you, man. That's yeah. you. That that was that was a that was a tough uh, tough thing to learn. Where you sort of go like in the first couple of years you're in the UK and you're booking all the shows and you're taking whatever you can get, and then you and then you finally go to book your trains and you go, what have I done? Mm -hmm. I basically I have to leave right after my show in Scotland so I can get to Cardiff the next night. Well, here's the thing. It's not our fault. It's the fact that the UK built no train transit into Cardiff from the north. That's true, because famously, Cardiff hates northerners. You heard it here first, folks. The Welsh have no time for you if you're from north of Milton Keynes. What's weird is the, the southern Welsh feel that way. I've never, never forget, to get to northern Wales from southern Wales, you have to go to another country and then mm -hmm. go back into the, back. that country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> System works, guys. You're doing a wonderful job. Everything seems to make sense. So, John, it's Remembrance Day. Have you remembered? I have remembered. I um, I respect the decision all soldiers have made. I do not like Remembrance Day, Veterans Day things, because I feel that it's a glorification of war, and no one is trying to help veterans in a grand isn't, sense. Isn't war all about glory, John? No. Isn't it a glor glory-filled... Wasn't there a movie literally called Glory that was about war? No, that was about um, uh, two friends and one of their girlfriends having playing hooky on a day of school. No, I think Denzel Washington and Matthew Broderick were in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denzel Washington plays Matthew Broderick's friend Cam. Okay. And uh, they have dinner with the Sausage King of Chicago, Abe Froman. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a great, that's a hell of a film. I really wish they would combine glory and fair. Uh, uh, <laughs> Denzel Washington's Bue wearing a Red Wings jersey the whole time. Oh, my God. Ferris Bueller's <laughs> glorious day. <laughs> I will say Denzel Washington really kicks it in the dick as a, uh, as a fucking soldier in that movie. When he cries getting whipped right here. 
one mm. single tear. I do not hate you for your service. I am. I totally commend all of the all of the members of the service. I absolutely think are fantastic. What I hate is everyone being like, "Let's just salute all of our employees here at Arby's who served in the Navy." And it's like, go give them forty dollars. Don't give them a fucking Instagram post. Like, well, that's. Like, I mean, if if anyone wants to hear the best bit on this, it's Roy Wood Junior. On yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That bit is fucking. It's not on. It's not on uh, Fatherhood. <laughs> it's on the one after. It's no one loves you. Yeah, no one loves yeah. you. Uh, the best bit ever, which is, and it is so un, unnerving because they do do it in the States is they just bring out a veteran and have yeah. everyone applaud for them. But they never, what he so goes is, if you really wanted to thank the veteran, give him the microphone. And That's I was at, so funny. I was at a uh, college basketball game with my brother. By the way, college basketball, what an amazing sports uh, experience. Two halves. It was done in an hour, no breaks for play. Like the break mm -hmm. at halftime was 10 minutes. And it was like, I was smoking at the time. And I was like, we don't have time for me to go smoke. This is awesome. And it was just yeah. like, because I don't like the downtime at sports. It's really live hockey is kind of annoying. It's like, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. And now listen to an organ beat. <laughs> anyway. It's I, not bad uh, if it's not televised. If you go see a game, go watch. Go watch your favorite team play against the Phoenix Coyotes. Absolutely, that baby will fly by. No one. I was is watching thinking about this. I think we could possibly pay for. I was trying to think of ways to grow this brand. What is a sports team? Um, I don't just thank the Confederates for the service, but I do feel that they also need to be acknowledged on days like this, Baldy. They did serve. Baldy said that uh, John only uh, supports Confederate soldiers uh, and has actually been seen. Uh, actively reenact, re, re, uh, uh, lifting statues. He's been, um, yeah, but those statues were of, uh, were of, uh, uh, a comedy duos in rural states that where they were no longer famous. Who the hell is Dweezil and Buttface? Ah, oh, they were a fine vaudeville polka act that were big in Nebraska mm -hmm. in the 20s. Oh, that, um, uh, reminds me, I don't, I don't want to really get into the talks. We've covered it a lot, uh, in the past, but I listened to the new WTF today and it's about, um, comedians getting canceled and what's that, what that means. And he brings an old Cliff Nestor off and, um, they just sort of, uh, make fun of all the comics that are like, you can't say anything by showing how comedians have said that since the early 1900s, like 1906 is the first documented version of that. I mean, <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's a good listen. If anyone's, if anyone's, um, uh, 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 interested in that and looking for uh, some very funny and interesting stories about the history of that. Uh, the new today's WTF is is excellent for that. I mean, the way that Mark Maron talks about how he was in previous relationships is anyone kind of shocked that no one hasn't come forward and been like, "Listen, he didn't touch me, but I felt terrible." <laughs> oh yeah, I think I feel like that's every guest on his podcast. Wasn't that the apology tour of the first three years? That was the that's when that podcast was so listenable. Absolutely, like, amazing. I mean, I still think the John Stewart, which will never happen, but even him telling the story of why the John Stewart one will never happen, that he was such a piece of shit. And he's like, he called John Stewart to be like, come on, my podcast. And John Stewart called him to be like, no, yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> I'm John Stewart. You have a podcast. I am wow. going to do a very weird Apple TV show where I look like I'm in my pajamas and also look like I'm fighting a fentanyl addiction. And just lack the gravity I once had. That's my point. Is that, that's, I haven't watched any of it because I, I want him to be who he was in my mind. I'm set. I'm good. It's the same reason I yeah. didn't watch Anchorman 2. I don't need it. Exactly. It's the same reason why I haven't watched the most recent Star Wars movie. I watched the first two. I was like, I hated the first one. 
I thought this. Well, oh, John Scammer left. That's exciting. So he's being canceled by George Lucas. You heard it here first, folks. George Lucas watches the Untitled Twitch stream, and boy, is he angry. Yeah, no one needs Anchorman 2. From what I've heard, there's no redeeming factors to it. Even better than Anchorman 2 is there is a uh, a whole other version of Anchorman that they that they piece together out of cut scenes that uh, you should definitely check out. But um, no, 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 just George Lucas. Walt Disney does not watch his channel. He is dead. Air quotes. It is always the mouse. Uh, the drone flew out of his hand. Boy, what happened? Are we <laughs> speculating where I went? Yeah, I think that you they are assuming that you're filming this on a drone. A very low flying, very steady drone. I'm filming it on my telephone. I was like all geared up to go home. And then I was just like, I couldn't get out of bed all morning after just a truly decade of a week. Mm. And then I was like, oh God. And then I, I've never taken my temperature using a thermometer until today, which is a real indictment of my childhood. What'd you do? You put it, the ear, the, the, the digital one, or I really thought you were going to say I've never taken my temperature with my ass, and that's what my Japanese friend taught me. But that's not where no. My uh, my mom would just touch my forehead and be like, "You have a fever," and then no. all yeah, and then all other times I've just gone like, "Well, I just threw up, and I'm very hot, and it's cold in here, so it must be a fever." And it was only yeah. today where I was like, "Like I don't know what the uh, temperature of a fever is until today." I was told it's a hundred. I don't know in what measurement. I assume centimeters. Yeah, it's 100 centimeters. 100 centimeters. How, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long is your thermometer? Well, it's 102 yeah, yeah. centimeters, just in case you're about to die. Yeah, if you have a fever, you're able to get 100 centimeters in your yeah. body. <laughs> um, but back to Remembrance Day, I do uh, think that all of the soldiers that uh, participate in uh, wars to further our capitalist goals are incredibly brave because they're looking past the bullshit politicians put them through and they're trying to do something very important. Uh, I and I think for that, I'd say most. Yeah, most. I'm going to give you most. Yeah, it's, I'd give you most. And also, I need to know the country. I, uh, yeah, I got to know the country. Like, for example, just assume some of the English troops just want to get the empire going again. Like, they oh, do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's in the same way. I mean, every <laughs> everybody that's like super nationalistic is like, if I remember when we used to be dope. Like that's, that's why how, I think that's what, that's this why is why the Germans Canada, had to get rid of that whole fucking special forces unit because they were all Nazis, and America's doing the same right now. Uh, Ted, I don't disagree with fighting the Nazis. I just thought there was another way. We could have yeah. done debating. We could have tried debating. That was Cham- Chamberlain's plan. He wasn't given enough time to enact his plan. Firm Chamberlain supporter. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm. An, imagine that's a great way to say I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. I just think Chamberlain was the greatest prime minister of the UK of all time. <laughs> he made tough um, decisions. Deep in the pandemic, I for some reason got very obsessed with Jeremy Paxman. Okay, I just found him very soothing. He's just an angry white man just saying crazy shit. And yeah, there's a seems, is he England's Keith Olbermann? No, he's like England's Tom Brokaw. If Tom Brokaw definitely had a couple of pops during lunch and just goes rogue. Okay, because I was going to say, like, Tom Brokaw is like a for real dude. Tom Brokaw is... I mean, um, I just want you to know right there that Baldi's comment can't spell Hastings without two S's. That is very good. <laughs> oh, no. That's great work. I like that a lot. Great work, Baldi. Also, I, this, like, love, refresh. Love and now I think I have some control over some stuff. Let me just see if I can... You should. You brought yourself up into the into the screen. Let me try this. Oh, he did it. 
What's sad is I don't get to see the countdown. I just, I just, it stays the same for me, which I don't like. I want to see the countdown. Uh, but you can hear it, right? <laughs> uh, indeed, there was an phones. open invitation to come to the Nuremberg debates. <laughs> <laughs> um, right here, I think, is the most Scottish phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Jeremy Baxman <laughs> spilled my pint at the Pleasance. Was it a pint of tenants, Baldy? Guaranteed. Hey, where do you where do you fall on tenants? I think it's an excellent beer. I would say yeah, it. it is. It's top two beers I'm going to order in England. The other one, Cronenberg, which is a real slap in the face to everybody. It's fine out of a tap, though. It's totally fine. Yeah, tenants is 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 it's it's Jack Daniel's beer. It's good. You don't want to love some vitamin D. Also, it took me so long to realize that Tea in the Park was after tenants and not they were wasn't started as a tea party that just got very Scottishly out of hand. Is that what it's from? I just thought it was a fucking British sentence that they threw on. How yeah, much no. money does tenants give to that if they're if they're the name of the fucking thing? Tenants is not piss. Also, all beer kind of has a pee vibe because it's yellow. I always get upset when people are like, that beer tastes like piss, and it's like no, they all taste like piss. You're just you just don't like this beer. Mm, no, hard disagree. Hard disagree. Having drunk in um, enough shit bars that don't clear the pipes, some of them. You've been to the Camby in Vancouver, I'm sure. No, buddy, you can taste I'm, the tumors. It is wrong. No, that tastes like piss. It. I. I get so because also at this point you take a sip of that beer and you're like, oh good, I can't wait to be so hungover tomorrow. Oh yeah, I can't immediately remember. first sip, I'm gonna be fucked. I can't remember what bar it was on Crescent Street, but one of them was having trouble like pouring tap by pints, mm. and they went in to clean the lines and they were shut from residue of alcohol. Barfly, I bet that was Barfly. Oh, that's not no, it was on Crescent Street. I've never been yeah. in Barfly. I've always seen it from the street and always thought, I like that bar. <laughs> I thought that too. And then I went in and I was like, hmm, I feel like this says something bad about me. Uh, it's got the right vibe and the wrong dudes. You know what I mean? Shit. Yeah. I mean, that might have changed. Like, because I haven't been there in like nine, ten years now. So, uh, but at the you time, I, I remember going in excitedly. And then I remembered, I was like, of course, it's named after a fucking Bukowski book. It's full of these dudes. Well, it's named after a Bukowski movie that was just based on oh, Ham right. on a Rye. Um, uh, I have no idea how I managed to forget that tea in the park was a thing. It's sad it's no longer a thing anymore. Um, I did not know that it wasn't a thing anymore. Also, is Super Tea just a nickname for tenants, or is that a tenants-based cocktail? Please tell me. That's kind of like, Baldy, that's in Canada, uh, Stella is a really classy beer. So they had, they had, their advertising campaign was comfortingly expensive. They were like, yeah, that was all, that was all middle-class parents drank in their backyards, in their huge backyards, but they're right on mowers. My grandmother still for Christmas, it's always Alexander Keith's in her closet and fridge. Uh, because she's, uh, I completely, I actually don't sort of disagree. I don't mind. Ale it just reminds me of my family at Christmas. She's getting yeah, absolutely Bomberuskied with my aunt. Oh my god, smoking cigarettes with my grandfather. Oh, <laughs> great stuff. Um, and um, there would always be one six pack of Stella in there, as a just to kind of like just so if we're toasting, and it's always yeah. like, what? 
This is as expensive as Alexander Keith. Like it's you're not. It's so funny. I always find it very interesting. You can see you can see how marketing's worked on certain people or how certain people's life experiences changed them. Like I just my grandmother washed everything. Like I think she would wash tinfoil because of the Great Depression. Yeah, insane. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember when my, my parents came over um, to visit me when I was in Brighton. I was working in a pub called The Fiddler's Elbow, which is like a cool little Irish pub uh, down by the beach. And they came in and my dad was like, Pine Stella, please. And I was like 19. Um, and so I was just like, Dad, that's sort of, that's the beer of violence here. That's not, yeah. that's not the one. And my dad, my dad was like, I'm in my 60s. I don't give a shit. And I was like, totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah. But my first, that was the moment where I was like, Oh, the, the reality to the uh, marketing of this drink is uh, on an international scale. There's a gap. There's a it's gap. Fascinating. I, yeah, yes. No, Ted, 100%. Yeah. Literally, I, heard, I saw someone, by the way, uh, very briefly, Terry Alterton. This guy ter- toured with a keyboard player who was like a child's drawing of a cockney scumbag. He had no <laughs> neck. He referred to cigarettes either as coffin nails or oily rags. And he, we were, we were at the Galway airport. Bear, bear in mind, this is arriving. And he was like, let's get a pint. And I was like, what? To arrive? You never get one in the arrivals. Yeah, I've never. I, it's the only time I've ever seen one do this. He got one in the arrivals, put it in a plastic cup that I do. I choose to believe the pub did not give him. <laughs> I, I will never know that. And I remember, but I remember seeing him order it and he just went, pint a wife beater, please, sir. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, not good. Yuck. Yeah, I remember. I think what the heck was that fucking guy's name? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell that last part of that story because it's. Uh, uh, ooh. What happened oh, in the last there. part of the story, John? Uh, something I'm not going to discuss because I remember when I was told it by Terry, he went, "Don't tell that last part of the story. That's a secret." And that's literally <laughs> what I was reliving in my head. And then I got a text from um, uh, the guy who's running the show tonight. And, I, and I'm going, I think we can reschedule. And I'm thinking very much of going, yes. Yeah, but I'm going to wait until 2.30. Also, let me say this to everyone. And, the, uh, and I would like just to say to credit uh, Chris Betts and Ashley Manning. And uh, also all of you guys for understanding that we're not always going to be able to make to these streams. And we hope that you guys are okay with that. We are really enjoying doing them. I had a dream last night that we weren't allowed to do the stream anymore. Uh, oh, let me Says tell you who? who got. Let me tell you who got a little too high last night. Uh, Old Johnny. Oh, it was nice. so good. I got. Su- I almost called you because I was listening to real yacht rock in the backyard here at the Japanese <laughs> at the Japanese Arms. <laughs> like we're talking. Like it was wooden ships into Jimmy Buffett, into Ooh. like into Wheat, and then Wheat King started playing, and I was like, "All right, well, we got to turn this off, or I'm gonna." fully cry yeah yeah that's uh that's when that's after whiskey that's not a weed song that's a whiskey song i completely disagree i think that 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 song is like that's just like a i want that play if i ever retire from a sport which by the way what a weird world that will be wow like first of all late in the game bulls yeah oh what sport could what sport could i master and then retire from at 36 with a litany of metal in my body curling Curling, uh, curling for sure. Let me, let me ask you this, Chris: Which one of the two of us had a crush on, and went to high school with the former captain of the ladies' uh, team, Canada curling team? Oh, let's see. Was that me? 
Was no, it you? it wasn't. It wasn't me. It was you, you are right. It was, yeah. it was me. I had to think yeah, about Lisa, it. Lisa Weagle, one of the nicest reach outs uh, when I was on American Talent uh, ever. America's Got Talent ever. Oh, time trial agent would remember uh, Lisa Weagle, by the way, because we uh, both attended our high school together. Do you uh, do you remember um, talking to time travel agent about how much you loved her? No, time travel and I, agent and I did not have that type of friendship. Okay, at the time we were too busy just goofing off and talking about uh, the band, the Transplants, in drama class. Fucking love the Transplants, buddy. I mean, not we're anymore. Not supposed to... Cannot listen back to it, but at the time, woo. I'm, I can listen to that one. There's, they got one song, the one that starts with the piano. Do diamonds, uh, diamonds and guns. It's crap. Mm. Uh, it's fucking it terrible. Oh yeah, I mean, Blink One Eighty Two is balls as well. Uh, Dude Ranch holds up. I don't know if you've listened to Dude Ranch. I had to listen to it because of uh, Big Shiny Tunes. Holds up, man. Uh, it just is what it is. I got news for you. No, I have not, and no, it does not. It does. It totally holds up. It's just very fun, very silly. The stuff, all the stuff before and all the stuff after, no, Dude Ranch, they were right in the pocket. Crushed it. I think you're drunk. Are you drunk right now? You've been drinking? God, that would be wonderful. No, no. I haven't had a drink in days. I got drunk with Jordan Robson Kramer the other day. Uh, we'll come hung over and then just haven't um, haven't done it. And it was a, it was, we had a great night, but uh, he doesn't drink anymore. So I was drunk and he was very high. And it oh, was, uh, that's my, it I worked love out. It. Yeah, I think that that really works well. What you have to do is you have to have a like you have to have a thing together. You have to be watching a thing, listening to music, like something, and then because here's the problem: the drunks and the weedos. As a long term, um, I was never, I would never. If if drinking was the mafia, I would say at best I was like a soldier. I never made it to capo. Chris is definitely a booze capo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's uh, um, could you let me off, Mike? For old times' sake, I'm that I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you look at whiskey and go. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, you got a text. Oh, can't hear you. Cannot hear you. Total silence. You got to turn off. He's got to turn off notifications. He's too tapped in, you guys. Yeah, no, I was a um, champion drinker. Real good. I was real good. Kick that guest. Uh, Blink-182 should be a lot better than they are. Travis Barker's a great drummer. Uh, they just decided to fuck around with music. Absolutely. But also, like, none of them can sing. Um, the songs aren't very super well-constructed. And actually, Dude Ranch is pre-Travis Barker. That was when they had their original drummer. They brought in Travis Barker later on. Um, but they just sat in this pocket of just, like, sort of like early Sum 41 of this is fun and this is dumb. And we know three chords. Let's go. Everybody jump around. We're all going to have some laughs. Dude Ranch totally stands up. One of the first CDs I ever owned. I bought it on uh, Boxing Day at AMB Sound near uh, South Surrey Skytrain Station, South Surrey Central Skytrain Station, which is a 45-minute trek away from my house. But I really wanted to go. And they had a big sale every Boxing Day. And I got um, Dude Ranch. Uh, these are the first CDs I ever owned. Dude Ranch by Blink-182. So much for the afterglow by Everclear, and uh, my own prison by Creed. Nightmare. Uh, still like a lot of the songs off the Everclear one. Um, I haven't listened to Creed in a long time because Scott Stapp creeps me out, man. He seems like a fucking weird dude. Um, 
he's just uh yeah he's just weird i found out later i can't remember if we talked about it on the big shiny podcast but um he had a sex tape with groupies with kid rock which i don't know what happened in the sex tape so i can't speak to that but um but if you're sharing a sex tape with kid rock you're probably a scumbag you know that's not that's not a great look um my name is Ruin says, uh, I never liked Blink-182, Green Day, or the other pop punk bands of the 90s culminating in Avril Lavigne. Fair enough. They weren't for everyone. Um, but um, I loved it. It absolutely spoke to me. Them, uh, Mill and Colin, Pennywise. Pennywise would be mad at me calling them pop punk, but I think they sort of straddle the line. Um, Bad Religion. Green Day, sort of. I missed Dookie because uh, my parents wouldn't let me buy it because it had a parental advisory sticker on it. Um uh, but I listened to Nimrod. I enjoyed that. Uh, Some forty one a little bit. Never owned an album. Who else? Who were the big? Who were the big pop punk bands that you guys loved? The Hives were sort of late stage. Um, uh, Iggy Pop influenced uh, uh, pop punk. Yeah, they put the Iggy Pop in pop punk. Who else was there? Who were the big? Let's just jump around and be idiots bands. No effects. Phenomenal. I, th I think they count as punk but they even they sort of straddle the line sometimes um snm airlines is fucking excellent um who else was there what were your first albums that you remember buying the first album i ever owned was a cassette of mc hammer please hammer don't hurt him uh which i stand by that's a fucking wild album hey ashley what's going on gob yes john's phone's having some issues He's coming back now. Um, we were talking about uh, how Blink-182's Dude Ranch absolutely stands up, uh, and John is 100% in agreement with me on that. Uh, he said, Chris, I'm a huge Blink-182 fan, and uh, Tom DeLonge uh, are, is a fantastic uh, singer. Anyways, here's John. His name is Tom DeLonge, and no, he is not. Also, my gigs for tonight have officially been canceled. And guess what hey. I have for Chris for the first time in like eight weeks? A joint. I'm now officially, uh, no, no, I had one of those very earlier on, but not a bad oh, okay. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant on stream. I thought you meant an on stream allegedly, but you're going to say a night off. I have yet. Not only am I off tonight, I'm off tomorrow, going to a float tank off Saturday. I think I might take mushrooms. Ooh. And then I'll, of course, be back Sunday for the stream. But nice. speaking of which, hey. Oh, look at the bend in that. Real Southpaw. Um, if you're ever looking for a nice sativa, look no further than blue dream so this is a weird thing about weed over here is um so the the pack of joints that my brother gave me has no words on it it's yes black box with a little weed leaf in the corner and that's it there's no information yeah no canada weed what do you want ah yeah get high, you yeah. Fucking bub. yeah it's victoria what do you want you want to be high or you want to be ah. stupid <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm asking people what their first albums were. Uh, I would say my very first album was uh, MC Hammer, Please Don't Hurt Him. Uh, there is uh, Ashley's in the chat. She's saying it was Bewitched because she was an Irish girl in the 90s. And those I, want are the you, I want to know. I think my first CD was Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by Smashing Pumpkins, I think. Good one. But my second album, the Backstreet Boys' first album. Come on, you gotta love it. That was my second album too. That was my no, second, I got it on cassette. second album, bros. Yeah, I got um, I got MC Hammer. Please hammer, don't hurt him. Then I got uh, I was given Backstreet Boys for Christmas. 
Um, and then I bought Presidents of the United States of America because that's oh, one that I wanted for phenomenal, Christmas. Phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal stuff. Flum did sit alone. Oh, what, what a happen- fucking great album. What happened to the Presidents of the United States? They kept working for a little while. Um, I want you to know, by the way, and Chris has been through this with me before, and it's one of the reasons I am jealous of Chris, because Chris has none of this, which is Chris is able to relax. Chris's wife and I have talked about this a lot, about how we both are cursed with uh, we've only ever had partners that are just able to sleep and relax mm-hmm. and how we just want to punch them in their stupid, smiling, sleeping faces. I literally, literally smile when I sleep. I have a tiny Of course you do. Smile. You're so adorable. Yeah. You're my little guy. <laughs> Remember, I mean, what I said when I wrote in that message where you were like, I'll do the stream by myself. And I went, you're my little buddy. Um, but uh, I'm now like, oh, you shouldn't have canceled that. You shouldn't have. Your, mm. your disappointment to your career. It's like, God, <laughs> you, had a, you had a fever, you psychopath. And you didn't cancel. You rescheduled. It's very different. I mean, yes, but you did comedy in the UK, too, where rescheduling means, especially with me, who got yelled at by a psychopath about that. His name is Noel Faulkner. yelled at by that yeah. guy. His club went bankrupt, and I hope his boat sinks. Didn't go bankrupt. Got bought out by the son of an incredibly wealthy family, so he would stop bothering them about their money. So basically, it's a family that owns a bunch of nightclubs in that area and a bunch of other things as well. And um, they bought the whole place. They tripled what um, fucking Noel was going to pay just so that they didn't have to deal with him um, in like a, a bidding war or anything on the lease. And then um, uh, they just gave it to their young, dumb son uh, so that he would be busy. And then what happened to the co- and then the comedy calf closed because they just didn't want Noel there? Um, well, that yeah. So they just shut it all down because they didn't they didn't want anything to go there. Uh, briefly, there was another club that was run by Gersh. Remember Gersh of Comedy Cirque fame? Oh my God! Yeah, because there's a there's the Gersh agency here, and there was another Gersh. That's right. Oh, Gersh's. Oh yeah, my! So, so many Gersh. Yeah, Behave Gersh was like Gersh's. a comedy weirdo, and he ran the Lighthouse Comedy Club for a little while. Um, but, uh, it was sort of made, it made the rounds that if you worked that club, then you wouldn't get booked at the comedy store out of Don loyalty to Noel. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. It was a weird time. It was a very weird time. I do like that. I'm passed at the comedy store. That is one of those things where I can, I look back on my comedy career and I live my life with no, I need these milestones. Cause that'll just drive you crazy in show business. But yeah. I do like I'll never forget the thir- the Thursday when I they like it was stacked. Like they were like, "Come do a Thursday, then we can pass you." So mm. it, it lacked that like surprise. But I just yeah, I remember doing it and yeah. then biking home and not getting into an accident. It felt great. It felt so good. I was a uh, um, they like me, um, but uh, but an agent that perhaps you and I share just never really followed up to book me spots. So yeah, but they also don't. They want to just deal with the comedians. As I've learned, so many places are just like, even if an agent's like, let me deal with that, my, I now just go like, what that means is I deal with it. That's uh, good to know, because this agent, who may or may not be our agent, um, uh, was just like, I got a great relationship with these guys. I'm definitely going to all sort this out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I just don't let anyone do that. Yeah, well, I live and learn, you know. I um, mean, that's not true. I let my, my U.S. manager... Uh, definitely do a bunch of that stuff because I like a couple of times I've been like, oh, that was incredibly helpful that she did that. That's something I didn't even know about. But it's very different. It's one of those things with. Oh, no one minds a show. I'm, I'm in the mood for a showbiz chat. Uh, so hope no one minds. Um, um, but it's such a difference between the UK industry and the US industry. Is the US industry has none of that sort of like friend da 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 vibes. Like it's all just sort of like 
um, like this guy, this guy does this, that guy does that. I'll go ask that guy. You go ask this guy. That nice. guy called me, told me to fuck off. That guy can't, doesn't have the power to do that. Let me call him. <laughs> oh, he won't tell you to fuck off anymore. Now he knows. You're like, oh, okay. Nice. Division yeah. of labor. Perfect. It's what A Beautiful Mind was about. Was it? Uh, well, no, it was about a, a schizophrenic genius. But um, oh, I thought uh, but basically his theory was if everybody works on separate tasks, then the whole thing, you all get your goals. That was his... As opposed to them all attacking the hitting on the hot woman, so they all go for the one main task. If everyone splits it up and they all take on their own tasks, then everything fucking gets done. What does a hot woman have to do with any of that? Uh, do you know? Remember that was how we realized it. This uh, hot woman walked in, and all the boys looked at her, and then he he had he had the uh, the meme thoughts of like pie and the square root symbol flying out of him. Oh, and I then never. He was like, oh, if we all hit on this woman, then none of us will get her. But if we all hit on the women that are hey, with Chris. her, Chris, you know what else has to? We'll all leave with women, and then the hot woman will be like, "Damn, maybe I'm not so hot." Do you know what else had the pie symbol in it? The Crystalia Curb Your Enthusiasm That's exactly what I was thinking. We should probably watch it again. I think you probably should bring it up. Yeah, we better bring it up again. Oh, I'm sure we will. Just in case. Take care, Ashley. I was actually leaving. I haven't been caught up. Bye, Ashley. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye, Ashley. We'll see you on Sunday. For us playing video games, and then... Uh, oh, I have at least one story. I also have a Remembrance Day story, which I hope the chat is... If the chat thought I was insensitive towards veterans before, ladies and gentlemen, strap in for this one. Here are the highlights. Military? Oh, sorry. Okay, hit, hit that story, and then I'll ask that. Uh, ask your question first, and then we'll do that story. Because uh, that story makes me very uncomfortable, because it's so accidentally so disrespectful. Do you have any military in your family? Yes. Who and what? My great cousin may have been the head of the Canadian Air Force during World War II. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but it's still pretty distant then. It's not. Yeah, like, and then one, one you know. of and one of my very good friends, one of the participants in La Lune Fest over here, mm. is a um, uh, is uh, serving in uh, uh, the uh, Canadian Armed Forces. He is a okay. in the I believe he's Special Forces. He's very high up. It's very interesting. He and I, he, comedians and soldiers have very similar lives hilariously. And that we'll just, we're always just awake at the weirdest times. And we'll do some really good texting. Uh, one, time, nice. one time I was on a lonely ride from San Diego. Here's a top tip, by the way, guys, ever lonely in the car. Um, just start texting random people and just go, hey, if you're up, call me. And mm. it will, like when you're getting in the car, send 20 of those. Like send them to a shitload of people. And then people yeah. will call you throughout the drive. Oh, nice. And, and you get lovely chats. Oh, that's nice. That's a yeah. good idea. I don't drive, so I'm, I'm always on train, so I feel like an asshole taking any calls, so I just watch movies. But oh, I got to tell you, I do miss UK trains for just smashing a fucking box set. Stranger Things, one day. Don't oh, yeah. fuck with me. That, I think, may have been my greatest day of British comedy. Are you ready for this, Chris <laughs> Betts? Hit me. Train up to Hull. Watch three yep. episodes of Stranger Things. Yep. Go to a Pret. Watch another episode of Stranger Things. Do the gig for Damien Larkin. Mm -hmm. Opening, which means I can get the last train back to London. Nice. Now, I didn't realize it connect in, uh, connected in Darlington, which at first I was pissed off about. Uh, so we pull into Darlington because now... No, pardon me, Wakefield, because I now have 35 minutes to kill. And I wait. 35 minutes? Why don't I buy some fucking chips? 
walk down Ooh. the street, find yourself an old school British chippy. You know what that means? Not an English person working behind the counter looking for someone, you know, East South Asian, preferably. South Asian is very preferable. But of course, anyone from the Middle East is also an absolute win. If you're Eastern European, mm. get your fucking hands off my French fries. Those are not fresh cut. They're frozen. And you, sir, are a rascal of the highest order. Get away. Get, get away. Uh, bought chips. Got back on the train. Train delayed. I literally finished all of Stranger Things as I pulled into Houston Station. Like a boss. Like a boss, Chris. Wow. And here's something that I've also not done. Watched any of the other subsequent series. That saga was perfect, season one. I don't need to know. I don't need more 11s. No, I tried, and I, I didn't care. No, I don't, what do I know? Yeah, I didn't care. Um, LMA is coming in saying your Grampy served. Oh, my God, shit. Of course he did. My Grampy absolutely served. I wonder how you know that, LMA. Whoever you, could you be? Um, but, yes, of course, my grandfather served, and uh, he worked in uh, telecommunications. Oh, so did my dad. Yeah, 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 was, your, yeah, yeah. was your Grampy a Morse coder? Did he used to sit and say, dit, dit, da, dit, dit, da, dit, dit, da, just to try to stop you from asking him questions? I do not know. There was another story. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this, but uh, L.A. May, if you're in the chat, there's another story of something that um, my grandfather brought back from the mill from uh, a time spent abroad. Scouts that, that I found when he passed away. Nazi gun that my mom then uh, attempted to cover up with one of the shoddier excuses out there. And then I have an actual explanation as to why, but I don't have Nazi to tell the story. Band. I bet it's a Nazi armband. He took off a dead guy. Um, is it a Picasso? Is it an original Picasso? Uh, in Vancouver, managing equipment. That's what it was. I knew it was in Vancouver, but it was something else that he got from before the war. If LMA wants to approve before the telling of the this story. An early draft uh, of Anne Frank's diaries? Uh, before war? You know, oh, come on, Chris, that was written well after the war. I have some websites <laughs> you need to check out. Um, also, do you know, do you have any weird friends? Did you? Have, okay, let me just see. Uh, okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to shout out David Hoare. Everybody is on his last day of isolation. Wish David Hoare freedom. He's got one more day of being a COVID uh, uh, monkey. And then tomorrow, he's a person again. I just want to uh, further on to Baldi's point. That's in Scotland. That's not in England. That's a different situation entirely. And that's actually also more Ireland than anything else, I would say. Oh, I would disagree. But I haven't been in Ireland and like, spent much time there in a very long time. So. And also, we have to all agree, because I'm basing this off of the greatest chip shop in all of London, Manor Kebab, where you get chicken and chips. Is that the first one when you come out? It's the one you come up, but it's the red one on the corner. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. 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 The mean, Kofta. Which one's the, oh, the one down the way? Where, with the, the no, like I, I, always, I always ordered Kofta, Kofta because it's the best quality meat. It's fucking delicious. Interesting. Yeah, lamb Kofta. Every time. Kofta also, wraps. I cannot Ooh. wait to get those goddamn weird foldy things that I can't remember what they are. Uh, freedoms. Um, <laughs> uh, I wrote a bad Troggy song today, so at least got that done. My name is Ruin. Can we hear it? Oh. Um, and L.A. May, am I all right to tell that story? I don't want to uh, disrespect anyone's wishes. A lot of people involved in it are dead, but I just don't want to be rude. Um, and... Did your grandpa talk about the war? No. 
I also he passed away when I was ten, so he wasn't like much. But the kind, no, he never really did. There were like photos of him doing it, and I know that he would spend time in Stanley Park because I remember going to Stanley Park and my grandmother being like, "Your grandfather always liked it here," hmm. and we were we were alarmingly close. He was, you know, every like everyone of that generation, just a just a fist in a sweater. But I soothed hmm. him. He was very <laughs> he was very pleased. There was a time when I was a uh, so I uh, was born premature, right? So my, for the first for the first year of my life, I just screamed at everyone. How I wasn't shaken to death is a absolute credit to the patience of my mother. Like that Your woman, mother's a saint. Your mother a saint. is a saint. Do you understand? She's like, like Dorothy Mantooth. She does not remember sleeping for a year. And it and is like, you know what, on balance is fine. Like that's mm. like I have debilitating sleep disorders and I'm barely holding on. Like, <laughs> um and uh, for a year, and apparently I was just screaming at dinner one time, and my grandfather, in like the most grandfatherly way, just like, the problem is, is the kid wants to be involved in the conversation, and you're not letting him be involved in the conversation. And they were like, what? And he's like, you gotta bring him towards the table, he wants to talk to us. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I got dragged towards the uh, table, and I stopped crying, and he was like, see? Huh. You listen to old Bobby. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were very close. I also turned him on to The Simpsons, and then I would get out of doing homework, because he was old and, you know, yeah, that was back when humans were humans. You know what I mean? If, if you hadn't drank your weight and wine for a good portion of your life, you were, you were living life wrong. So he would forget what channel The Simpsons were on. I'd be downstairs getting yelled at by my grandmother during homework. And he'd walk down and go, stop yelling at the boy. He has to come upstairs and show me where that old man and that fat man show are on. What it. <laughs> Other classic names for sitcoms. Roseanne was Fat Woman Show. Nice, and, yeah. And uh, Home Improvement was the show with the man. I mean, that is how Tim Allen pitched it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, just, I just remember the Fat Woman show, John, and being like, what? Because <laughs> I was five. I'd be like, okay, i got to figure out the Fat Woman. Chris, let me ask you a very brutal question. This is a brutal question. Yeah. What was worse for humanity, social <laughs> media, or the Nazis? Oh, that's to a be fair. So this is hard because wait, who are you being fair to? So well, uh, okay. So like the 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 argument uh, against it being Nazis is that it brought uh, sort of the world together, and then there was sort of a a, a global boom afterwards, um, and the medical advancements, things like that. But to be fair, those that that has nothing to do with Nazis. But also, we're in the middle of social media at like hopefully its peak of evil, um, and so it's hard to tell. But I would say. I mean, so far, Facebook's done a, a better job of usurping democratic governments, uh, but they haven't killed as many people. So I'm going to go with Nazis. I don't know. Well, yeah. Cumulative, okay. Conservatively, we put how many bodies on the Nazis? 50 million? That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't know if Facebook's killed 50. I'm going to say this, though. Facebook will be responsible for 50 million dead. I don't yeah, know. They've got like, three genocides on their hands already. I mean, it, and there's got to be way more. Plus, like, <laughs> it's also that thing of you can factor in all of the, like, a shitload of COVID death is, like, is because people didn't necessarily get vaccinated. And yes, by the way, I know that I'm feeling like a piece of shit because I just got the COVID vaccine, but it'll happen for 24 hours. And then I can fly to England where no one gives a shit. And I have 90%. Um, uh, immunity to the fucking you're, vaccine. You're gonna be so mad. You're gonna be so fucking mad while you're over there. Oh, you're gonna be yeah. so mad. 
Like I was looking at every now and then I check in on the COVID numbers and it was just a map of like worst possible case. Just yeah, but the, what's so funny thing. is they are dropping. Oh, guys, we got a cat. We got a cat. A cat oh. oh, can you see her? There she is. You see her, Chris? Uh, no. Hold oh. on. Let me make you big. Show it again. Guys, look over there. Oh, Ghost. Those shadows are those cats. Ghost, you're on Twitch. Oh, there it is. Run. It's pretty fun. Uh, she either likes being petted or just wants to run away and look at me. Right now we're in a runaway look at me phase. Nice. She jumped in a tree. Um, what are you doing for Remembrance Day, Chris? How are you remembering? So your dad served? My dad served. Two of my uncles served. My grandpa served. Who did they uh, fight for? Uh, my grandfather uh, uh, lied about his age and uh, at 15 shot anti-aircraft guns. Um, in Manchester to shoot uh, Nazi planes out of the air. Um, this was in 1955, just, by the way, everybody. Yeah. He, was, <laughs> he was ready, though. They were coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very grossly yeah. tried for murder. Lufthansa. I've heard that first syllable before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Lufthansa, that's German for Nazi, right? Uh, actually, <laughs> Nazi is a term we came up with. They're the National Socialist Party. Either way, I can kill them. Well, eventually, they'll be Brexit. So we'll get our revenge. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he shot anti-aircraft guns in World War II. Uh, apparently, he told me, I remember him telling me about how he signed up, and he just showed up, was like, I'm 18. And the guy the guy just looked at him and went, all right, and just yeah. let him in. <laughs> was... What about a soul? What about an army recruiter makes you think, these guys seem reasonable. They, they know what they're doing. Well, they were, they were like in the middle of the war. He didn't show up right at the start. You know, he was a... Uh, um, so it was sort of, you know, we're taking all hands on deck sort of let, thing. There, let, there are rules now. But at the okay. time, just jump on in, bud. What's it going to take for you to join the Army? I have a line in my head. Me? Yeah. There's a, there's a moment because I, I do not agree with anything but a defensive war. I do not agree with being the world police. And, yeah, I'm aware it shows my privilege absolutely that I can hold the, these points because I do not live in a place where the military is the thing that separates um, my life from death. But that's just, you know. Yeah, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be in the Army actively. Like, I was excited to join the Army because um, I grew up sort of idolizing them. I thought they were remarkable. I had, you know, all the, all the guys that I looked up to served. Um, and uh, then I didn't anymore. Um, so it would, take, it would take a lot. Um, I don't know. If I don't Russia, know. Something, something would just click, and I would be like, "All right, I, it would it would have to feel like an absolute imperative, like nothing less than an absolute imperative." Yeah, if an invasion of Canada is coming, yeah, I'm I'm signing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd fight for that. Yeah, because but, the only people that are going to be doing that invasion are Russia, and if they are at a place where they think they can win that, yeah, then we are in yeah. we are uh, in howdy uh, doody uh, time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, probably then. Uh, I wouldn't do. Yeah, it would. It's tough with like, like because I was. I always said that the one war that I wouldn't hesitate to join would be World War II because Hitler's such such a clear villain. Um, but uh, uh, but now it's like, it's hard because that was like the last time that it did any good. And I mean, like the number of countries. It's like, well, how much worse off are they with worse dictatorships now that we've left? So you know, it's a yeah, it's a, it's it's a tough one. It would it would take a it would take a lot. But yeah, when I was a kid, 
I fucking I wanted to so bad. I was gonna go into army cadets, the whole thing. I was excited to be in the army. I never want like I never understood. I never have ever thought this. You know what my wor- life needs more of? A man yelling in my face. I see. I coming from sports. That was that was everybody. That was all my coaches, and I love them for it. I still learn that way. I miss having, like, I wish that comedy had corner corner men so bad. Uh, Someone that like after a joke bombs, we ring a bell, and then I can go back and and an old grizzled comedian trainer screams in my face. Ah, I would thrive. The amount of coaches that I had that I'm actively rooting against their life. There was one coach. Uh, that I had as a so- when I was playing soccer as a four year old, mm. that um, I'm I know my mom said something harsh too, and I think my grandmother may have also said something harsh too, but he was such a piece of shit, like literally was like, "You gotta win, boys," and it's like mm. we're four, like some of us are literally still pissing in diapers, you psychopath, like at four, Jesus Christ, I um, assume. I I, uh, I I gotta say I was I was very lucky because even though I had like intense coaches, they all actually cared for us and were good coaches. And it wasn't just screaming; they could also sit us down and be like, "You seem like you're having a hard time." So mm. I I had a very lucky stream of twelve years of, if not great guy coaches, not actively detrimental coaches. That's good stuff. That's good, good, good stuff. Yeah, and that's you know, I'm a yeller to this day, John. I don't know if you noticed. God, I love a yell. Oh yeah, you always you're always having okay. a lark. Let me tell you about old Chris Betts. I'm always on rants. Okay, and I like so to yell. Did you ever have a Remembrance Day assembly at your yeah, high of course. school? Of course, every every year had to. I, I believe it was grade nine. It could have been grade ten. Um, I was at the Remembrance Day ceremony. I was sat with a smattering of friends and friends of friends, mm-hmm. and for some reason, they put the scofflaws. The clowns. Yeah. Front row. Front row of the assembly. Oh, hoping that maybe having all the eyes would do- make you docile and to you're yeah. close. You were within grabbing and reach. And in front of us they put a line of veterans. A noble theory. A noble theory. <laughs> Until at the moment of the moment of silence, one of the old men stood up and ripped a big fart. As like it's like and we will now remember at the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month. Gah! <laughs> up in the face of a bunch of 15 year old class clowns <laughs> just do you, i've never do you know how difficult it is to not laugh when an old soldier just farted at the beginning of the remembrance day silent so good fucking moment <laughs> So we started dying with laughter. The principal walked over and went, what are you gentlemen doing? And uh, a guy named Chris tried to explain by saying he farted, he farted, but instead it just went farted, farted, farted <laughs> in the middle of the, the sound. So, and I just convulsed with laughter. And then we were all kicked out of the assembly. Yeah. But what's even crazier is face no other punishment besides that. And like they, the assembly, that's because they also heard the fart. I don't know <laughs> so. if they did. It wasn't a loud guy. It was like a... Like, it was oh, like, God. you had to be close, but fuck me. Yeah, it was insane. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, man. Old men farting. 
it's uh, it's good work. And then you follow it up with two minutes of silence. The hardest you the hardest you will ever laugh in your life is during forced silence by an authority figure. Um, also, what is uh, my name is Ruins comment in uh, in. <laughs> Uh, you think that callback was cute? Do you, shithead? That's my comedy corner, man. Oh, oh, I like that. I like the idea of a comedy corner. I mean, I kind of have one. Sort of, but he's not on stage. Like, I, I also, I mean, I, I am envious of of your relationship with Paul. Like, I would love to have someone like that. Um, but the, uh, uh, uh but like you the idea of having it. someone like on the sidelines, where you I go, what's what problem. are we doing? Oops, oh, that's nice. not the one I wanted. So my name is Rune. Wrote the Troggy song. I want to get back to it. Then we'll, we'll talk more about um, uh, 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 authority figures in the army and stuff. Uh, so it says, "Hello, Troggy's my old friends. I am wearing my depends. I know that joke was pretty cheap, but I had to dig quite deep to find a word that would rhyme with friends. I chose depends because I am a Troggy. All right, it says Troggy twice. <laughs> I think I think you can I think you can do a little better, but we appreciate the effort." I am absolutely going to allow it. I uh, I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I appreciate it. Also, we're one minute away from the end of hour one. Wow. So I'm going to start smoking weed. Fuck yeah. I'm going to smoke a cigarette in a minute. I'm going to join you. I don't um, like that you don't smoke in your apartment. I don't know why. I just... Uh, it was pretty things. great. It was pretty great I mean, while it lasted. I do remember we once had, were you there for the house meeting where someone was like, you got to stop smoking in the living room? And I was just like, yeah, I, think that was, I think that was Sadaf and I. Was it? No, it was, I know who it was. It wasn't oh, okay. you two. Oh, okay. We it definitely was, had, there was one of those while we were there and it came up. I thought that might've come from Sadaf, but. No, it was Evelyn. I remember Evelyn was like, can you stop smoking in there? And I was like, yeah. And then I was just like, Evelyn doesn't come out of her room. Yeah, I gotta keep smoking that. Yeah, and I did. did. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was so fucking good, man. Smoking in that room was just <laughs> oh, oh god. Right. Well, now I'm now I'm definitely gonna smoke. Um, are you still are you on the rollies or are you just having a? Uh... I got darts right now. I oscillate back and forth. Rollies were the rollies are so much cheaper in the UK, and here they're like more expensive. What? Yeah, it's like 80 bucks. I love that I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I cannot describe to you how much I enjoy it. How much I enjoy not smoking cigarettes. Oh. Yeah. But I'm I looking forward to it. Like quitting is in quitting was built into starting, but it for right now. Was it though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I legitimately thought I was going to go down with the ship. I thought that that was going to be the thing that took me out. Um, really? And it, yeah. And then just last year, I remember I just started, couldn't, like, I had to think about going upstairs for the first time. And I was like, we're done. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I mean, for me, it was always just a thing of like, I guess I'll do this for now. It was never, you know, you don't start late and it's like getting tattoos in your 30s. It's just like, why are you, why are you doing this? I mean, that's um, something I'm definitely going to start doing, by the way. I'm 36. Here is my only tattoo that I want to get is I want to get the bikes from my elbow axe injuries tattooed okay. above my elbows. That's the only I th- one. I thought you were gonna say the bikes from the biker mice from Mars, and I was gonna be like, that's a fucking great I mean, idea. Now that's what I want to do, but tramp stamp style. Let's see if I can remember their names. Moto, Thrasher, and Mickey. Can you check? Can you check? Oh no, he took his headphones out. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can check. I'm still here. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, let's see. Uh, biker Mike from Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, if anyone in the chat remembers, I mean, the chat tends to remember Ooh. a lot of things. Uh, Congratulations, time travel agent. Thank you for the heart rendering rendition and almost for remembering the tune of Sound of Silence. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> And uh, oh, wow. Dresser, what a smoke that teams over the bicycles. Throttle Moto and Vinny. Oh, nice. fuck. I, I wasn't far off, though. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's way more than I remember. All I remember is the name of the show. So, uh, congratulations, time travel agent. Way to go. Are you still angry all the time? Or is and that I got news for you. Time travel agent has been smoking for quite some time. Mm. As in, I went, to, I went to, yeah, quit now, yeah. but I went to high school in the 90s when we very much had a smoking section. Oh, there's phone Oh, yeah, we, we had the same thing. You know what's weird is they got rid of those in America and Britain, not in the 2000s. Like you what do you mean, like in the 90s yeah, or in the like 2010s? Like Canada, no, in the 90s. Canada is like a way okay. more smoking forward city or country. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, in another place. Also, yeah, this dude, is we love smoking. I would say when Ashley is not here, here is the difference. Is uh, there is way less checking of the chat. And it is somehow even less linear than it usually is. <laughs> she holds us on course. Yeah. There oh, there we are go. the glasses. Very exciting. What are we talking Vancouver weather-wise? It's disgusting oh, classic. here. Classic Vancouver. Oh, look at that. Oh, Look at how fucking gray it is, bud. It's been oh, raining all Chris. day. Put on Neil Young's Harvest and just fucking suck mm. your own dick. I'm going to put... I wish I had a nice fat hog like Ben Pope. I know he does. What has happened with that date? Oh, did you not hear? So, uh, so he went. She she ordered hog, <laughs> and he burst out giggling, and he wasn't going to mention any of it on the date. But when she said hog and he started laughing, he had to explain the whole thing. <laughs> mm. I now need you to know that I don't remember any of the details of that appearance. Oh, so we were trying to set Ashley and Ben up together. And um, Ashley was like, can you describe Ben to me? And I was like, well, first off, he's got a fat hog. Oh, and this was on the, this was on the, the, the launch day stream, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, one of, one of our mega streams. I think it might have been launch day. Also, we have to, uh, we have to put another mega stream in uh, at some point. We just haven't organically found a reason to do it. I'm going to yeah. say... Also, yeah. 2020, 2022. I'm saying 2022, everybody. Yeah, probably. We might be able to fit one in in December. We'll talk about it. A year end. Well, the problem is I don't have a. I now don't have a day without doing a gig until the 23rd, I think. Nice. Yeah. And I'm doing... No, I have nice. the 23rd off, and then I'm doing a gig on the 24th, and then I'm off the 26th, yeah. 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. New Year's Eve. Are you doing Christmas in LA? No, I'm doing Christmas in London. Oh, you're over there the whole time. I didn't know the that. Whole time. No, I yeah. I, don't I thought you were I... only gone for like three weeks. No, I am gone until January first. Oh, a classic Hastings romp. Oh, this is what uh, uh, chat. This is what it's like to live with John. Hey, buddy, where are you going to be for the next three months? Australia. Cool. See you in April. 
And yep. then he gets back. So where are you going to be for the next two months? Canada. Cool. And then he and then see you in August. Uh, where, where are you going to be? Oh, just, Edinburgh. you know, Edinburgh. And then, and then back to Australia. All right. Well, it's very nice living with you. I get to see Australia. you once every three Australia. weeks. Australia is uh, in the winter. <laughs> you absolute maniac. Um, no, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing that. Because this was also put in. Literally, I put this in this time last year, I remember. Because I was just like, I need something to look forward to. And so I just put in a bunch of these things. And, yeah, make some cash. Going to do a lot of stand-up. Going to do nice. a lot of work in progress. Try and get this hour going. It's very either, nice. It's either going to be very good or I'm, I'm, I've literally pushed being a windbag storyteller too far. Because there's no... Ah, it'll at, be great. At this point, there's no jokes. It's just this happened and this happened and this happened. Mm. There will be though. You'll add them. You can't fight the. You can't fight the urge. Once you start doing that hour, the oh, riffs yeah. will come. We'll be noticing things. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a uh, an ending to a joke right now about how um, I can tell that there's more and more racism in the world because more and more people are telling me they hate immigrants, which is very funny because I look like hmm. the person that would, but I am in fact an immigrant, and they have to confront their own racism when I say I'm an immigrant. And then they always instinctively go, no, I don't mean you. Yeah. And then I have to say, yeah. well, then who do you mean? And then they just go yeah. quiet and we don't talk for the rest of that <laughs> dinner party or drinks session. It's always very fascinating. I just want something. I just haven't figured I, quite out the end yet. But That's one of my favorite moments in a dinner party is when you're talking to like a stranger that sat next to you because there's like 15 people all along a table or something. You end up sort of next to a friend and next to a stranger. And... Um, and you're talking to someone and you both hit a point where it's like, nope. And then you just turn your back and that that side is gone now. I love that oh. moment. I'm just like, well, I guess I'm talking to whoever's to my left for the rest of the <laughs> See, night. I'm the worst. I don't let that I don't let that moment exist. I've like been through them. But then I always go, why do you think that? And then like we'll start yeah. talking to them because I'm I very much believe in a know your enemy philosophy. Also a lot of times like they don't actually know what they're talking about and occasionally yeah. not on the internet in real life you can at the very least spark someone's curiosity to not be an absolute utter bone fucking head i'll i'll do it all the time but sometimes not at like party situations because every because when i was younger i was very much the guy who's like let's see this all the way through to the end and it was like i think i ruined a lot of parties and so I just, I know that that's in me. And so I don't, if it's, if we're all having a jolly time, I'll just move it along and uh, 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 adjust the evening because I don't want to, I don't want to draw everyone in. Like I was at a, I was at a party a few weeks ago and someone said something about First Nations people. And I was, was like, me. it was me. I was at that it party. It was John. John was there. He was and visiting. what I said was, um, who are these First Nations people everyone's talking about? <laughs> but and I was just like, uh, uh, I was like, listen, I don't want to, I said, I said to the guy, I was like, I don't want to get into this. What you said is wrong, but I don't, this isn't the time or place to be having that conversation. So, you know, let's just move on. And one of my friends heard and he's like, ooh, what are we not talking about? And then the whole fucking room got into it. And then I was sitting there with luckily it was about a third to two thirds of just like people were actively trying to like, well, I've got some friends that'll stir the pot and we're just like, but were residential schools that bad? 
but they don't really believe it. They're just trying to fucking start a thing. It's not even good um, and other people who were like, story. and some people were just like, yeah, no, were they that bad? And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And so that was like, so that night just took a weird turn and we'd all been having such a nice time. And that's kind of all I want right now is just to have a nice time with people for the most part. We're having a nice time. Um, it's just I like, I'll do it. But if we're at a party, that's not what we're, that's not why we're here. I know my problem is I have a little bit of that, uh, like kind of, this is what we play for vibe right now. Cause I'm just kind of like, here's my thing with America is I paid a good deal of money. I paid a very reasonable car worth mm-hmm. of cash to live here. Yeah. And I get very upset when it's doing incorrect things. And I just, am like, no. You don't get to believe that critical race theory is doing anything. Like we're not doing. Have this. you have you worked an angle of um, you judging going by American values? You actually ha- have more of a right to an opinion about America than people who were born there because you had to pay to get there. So you you bought your Americanness and therefore have earned the right to talk about it. Whereas people who just got it for free can fuck off. Did someone DM me that thought right now? Because I want to expand on that. Yeah, there's something about that. Of like, America's currency there's, is... Yeah. <clears throat> there's for sure something in there. Um, and that'll definitely work in America. And I think it would work... I think it would work pretty much everywhere. Because everyone knows that America runs on money. As does everywhere. But America in particular. Um, oh, yeah. I think there's there's definitely something to that premise. I finally got my angle about my disappointment and not seeing the prices on... I shouldn't be talking about this on recording, especially because a lot of people are coming to see the shows, but hey, whatever. Um, of the idea of the difference that really disappointed me is they didn't really American up a hospital. Like, I was expecting mm. there to be, like, two options at all times, an unnecessary buffet, way too mm-hmm. many TVs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just expecting, like, <laughs> listen, you got a broken shoulder. Uh, you need a CAT scan. Or for like 20 bucks, that guy just looks at it and takes a guess. What do you want to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like way more. <laughs> That's what I was how looking do they, for. And they how do they not have that. cheerleaders as you leave the cancer ward? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like the fact that there isn't just a guy, there's just not a legless guy playing guitar, which for some reason, there's just like, I, there was way, there was almost no American flags. And the amount of American flags I was expecting was shock you. <laughs> so there was this, there was this guy who, who sang the national anthem at the Wells Fargo Center for the Sixers for years. Um, and he's not doing it this season. I don't know what happened. Oh, he's okay. But he was like an old veteran, an Eagle Scout. He'd lost both his legs. Oh. And he sang, he sang fairly well. But it was sort of in the way like that you and McGregor sang in, in Moulin Rouge, where like he didn't change key, he would just get louder. And oh, it was interesting. Um, it was amazing to watch. And I was like, this is very American because he's here because he can hold a note. He can hold one note and many volumes. Um, but he's like head Eagle Scout, eight tours of duty, hero, so many medals on his lapel. And I was like, this is American as fuck that this guy's out here. It's a full Lieutenant Dan situation. Minus the drug abuse, hopefully. I uh, I always think of Artie Lang's amazing point, which is stuttering John from the Howard Stern show is the greatest example of the American dream ever. Which is, stuttering John Melendez is a stutterer and was the announcer for The Tonight Show. 
had a two-year record contract with EMI, cannot play or sing at all, had a radio show, does not know how to operate a soundboard, has toured as a stand-up comedian for 20 years, is not funny, doesn't know how to write a joke. He literally just says, I want to do something, and then gets to do it. That's that's why wow. Amer- that's he's like that's why America is the way it is is because there's people like that where they people are like no no yeah I could be president one day even though I live in a shoebox because stuttering John Melendez was the announcer for the Tonight Show. <laughs> greatest point ever. Oh oh you know what I want right now Chris I want a, I want a Joe Louis very badly go ahead. Oh my God Jesus I hadn't thought of a Joe Louis in ages. Neither also, is that is that. Is that similar to a wagon wheel, or is it its own thing? You know what? I've never had a wagon wheel, but this, I think, I think, calls... I think in America they're called wagon wheels. Can we absolutely look this up with images, please? Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna, as soon as I finish this, I'll, I'll hit up my yeah. laptop again and I'll yeah. bring it up. But yeah, for everyone watching, Joe Lewis is what? It's a, a chocolate-covered, there's marshmallow in it, it's like a disc? No, it's, yeah, it's a disc, and it's like a chocolate marshmallowy devil's cake, very processed, with the oh, most... Baby processed whipped cream center and you bite into that and it is a husk of diabetes in yeah enjoy it it's like they're it's 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 like they went out of their way to add no nutritional value they went all in on just like no we're fucking we're doubling down on every aspect of this it's just sugar don't lie to yourself we're gonna name it after was joe lewis was he a boxer i don't know it's the nutritional equivalent of purposely not holding the door for someone you know. That's what a Joe Louis is. <laughs> There's technically nothing wrong with it, but it is an absolute war crime. Right, who else is looking back at, now? Who else is looking at what stuff Chris has? Also, here's a question. Right. Who, who do you talk more to in a week? Me or your wife? I think it's oh, me. You. At this, Definitely yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I talk... I, I talk to my wife seven days a week, but um, mm. but I talk to you for longer. Yeah, good lord, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. What what would we be doing if I hadn't had that fucking accident? I don't know. Yeah, I would. It's a weird one. I would have watched uh, Thirty Rock and Community two or three more times through. Yeah, you wouldn't have bought a new computer. Wouldn't have bought a new computer. No, definitely not. It wouldn't be so good at the crossword. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Um, we, I don't know. We, all, we wouldn't know about your goddamn juicy pussy nonsense. <laughs> it would have made it to the stage sooner or later. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So every year fun. I go, I think I'm, I'm out of stuff that I've lived. Like that's what it feels like every year now. It's like nothing's happened like this year. No, but like other years it's like, I don't know. Went to a store a couple of times. <laughs> Oops. Uh, there we go. Joe Louis. Oh, I need a. Wait, what? That's annoying. Beverage. Oh, there we go. So badly right now. And a There's wagon a wheel snack. I want a unnecessarily large Diet Coke from 7 Eleven. That's what I want right now. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. That's a, that's a, that's a jam one. So I'm looking, I'm looking at wagon. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay, I've got, I've got picture, I've got picture evidence. Let's look at these right now. So, Joe, Joe Lewis, 
pow. So I think I think oh, the big yeah. difference. I think that's <laughs> Steve Mooney. You'd probably still be playing GTA Five in front of probably just me. That's not mm-hmm. that's not a bad mm-hmm. shout. That's not a bad shout. Joe Lewis was a boxer. I thought he was. We would have had a great time. Right, he beat the Noxy boxer. Yes. Um, So Joe Lewis is uh, chocolate, then cake, then marshmallow, then chocolate, or then cake, then chocolate again. Um, Perfect. An absolutely perfect snack. Amazing for when you're high, when you're allegedly. And a wagon wheel. And I think I think this is the only difference. Is instead of the the cake, it's biscuit. I think it's a crisper treat. I think it's a crisper. I can go for one of those bad boys right now. I'll tell you what. Crunch to it. Prefer Joe Louis every time. Every time. Yeah, it's a weird Ottawa Valley slang for French Canadians, too, which is very bizarre. Joe Joe Louis? Oh, that's making me miss my my Perrier bottle that I always had on stream. Huh? Perrier's available in Canada, my friend. I know, but I had the same one for months and months and months. Oh, uh, because I just kept refilling it. Oh, it's no longer sparkling. It was I had a I had a relationship with that bottle. It was mm. my friend. There we go. Oh, there we go. Here, here's a question. Did uh, you and Sadaf ever consummate the marriage in any other room of the house besides your bedroom, or the bathroom adjacent to your bedroom? No, I would have, but she's not really into that. Because um, uh, everything in the living room was disgusting. Uh, and right. same with the kitchen. So, uh, no. But, yeah, I would have. But she was she was very much aware of how gross everything in the house was. And so it was, I brought it up a few times. But she was just like, or, mm-hmm. this is or disgusting. She, you know, she's just more respectful. She's just more respectful. No, she's no, she specifically said, this room is disgusting. <laughs> that's, mm. that's the only reason. It's a fair point. It's a yeah. fair, fair point. And when she pointed it out, I was like, yeah, fair enough. We had some, like, disgusting, sweaty comedians sleep shirtless all over that bitch. Just one of them. Ugh. One of them lived there. Ugh. Um, oh, I, I got to tell you guys, living in not London feels good. Feels really good. It's pretty good. I went for a walk down by the ocean yesterday, and uh, I just felt free. Mm. Here's the thing with living in LA is one of the best things is um, when was I coming back here? I was coming back from New York. I almost started crying when I saw the Sierra Nevada. It's like, oh, I'm home. But Aww. because I, it's really nice. But because LA has such nice, nice weather. Uh, Excuse um, me. Uh, hang on a second. John's getting important messages. His show's back on. His show's no, back no. on, everybody. It's not back on. No, no, we just uh, have to uh, do something. Uh, what was I saying? Chris, what was I saying? Uh, the Sierra Nevadas. Oh, you're seeing this. The weather's so nice in LA. As soon as you land, you're just like, oh, the weather's so nice here, though, right? Mm. This is so nice. I think you're just fine again. It's just very nice. As opposed to London, where you're like, oh, fuck, the Piccadilly line. Yeah, it was a thrill until it wasn't. That was how I felt about the UK. Yeah, and I mean, you never liked London. No, ever. No, I, I moved there knowing that I hated it because I'd already lived in Brighton for three years and visited a bunch. Um, so it's just like, no, I'm not coming in blind. I'm coming in for work. 
All right. um, which is never how I wanted to live my life. Um, but, and right now, right now I'm in a strange spot where it's like, I'm caught in like a weird purgatory where I'm glad that I'm out, but I don't, I don't really want to be in Victoria because it doesn't have the scene that will help me grow. Mm. And so it's like, I'm closer to where I want to be, but I'm still so fucking far from it. When, like, are you, ah. when are you going to be able to heave hope? Um, I'm going to go after Christmas. I think that's the, that's the plan is to go and then I'll come back semi-regularly. Um, but yeah, so I'm talking to people in, in Montreal and Toronto. I'm hoping that my aunt and uncle will be back in Toronto by then. So I can stay in their basement, um, for free. Otherwise I'll move to Montreal. Mm. Get yourself a nice pad in the plateau, even though the plateau is lame. Also, I'm now at 20% battery. Ooh. So when this goes, it goes, I guess. Yeah. Well, I was thinking uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it at like sort of hour and a half, hour 40 or something anyway, because you need your rest, baby boy. That's true. That's true. You're an ill, have, you're an ill man. We have one piece of admin to discuss, and then one of us has to post the podcast. Also, hello, podcast listeners. Howdy. Shit. Oh, and also, if anyone wants to write a show summary, we'd absolutely appreciate that. Just throw that in the Discord. And our love Discord your show link, summaries. I assume, will be in the chat, and we use all of them uh, for yeah. the summarizing podcast. And also, to those of you who subscribe to the uh, Twitch stream or subscribe to the Patreon, we really appreciate it. You are... Uh, friends of the we tribe. Yeah. Also, we're going to be, um, if you want to access our old episodes, we're coming up on episode 50. And when we get to 50, we're going to archive everything. Um, we're going to do that at every 50 episodes, partly for hosting things. Uh, so if you want um, access to all the old episodes, uh, uh, you can do that from our <coughs> Patreon. Yes. They will be there. They absolutely will be. Yeah. We're going to have a Patreon episode up soon. We're doing the, the patrons uh, gaming stream on Sunday. It's a whole thing, but we love you. Thank you so much for, for being involved. Uh, definitely do the summaries. I love reading the summaries every day. So far, Tiger and Kimmers are sort of the, 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 the main uh, applicants, and they're doing a hell of a job. But if you want to come in and get involved, we would, we'd love to hear it. Because we don't remember fucking anything we talked about. So when, when I, I get to read your, your bullet points, I... <laughs> it's a delight. I don't think I have dementia, but I do think that I, I've become a stoner and also I've just lived too much of a memorable life that I just don't have room for any memories anymore. So it's just I have to be like to rigored for everything. <laughs> well, I think I think for me, it's like um, I'm just, you know, we're, we're here. We're paying attention to the chat and we're paying attention to uh, where we want to take the conversation and we're trying to think of stories and you know, we're involved. We're, we're looking things up to bring them onto the screen. All right, we're putting on a show. And so um, because I'm focused on that, I'm the same with, with my stand-up sets. A lot of the time when I come off stage, I'm like, what just happened? I'll remember a couple of things, um, and that's, that's it. So having your guys' input is so fucking fun. Absolutely. Also, if you're coming to see um, uh, Work in Progress shows, some of the jokes were inspired by or triggered by stories here on the stream. Nice. Which has uh, been very interesting. So goddamn fucking chatty at this point. Really need to rein it in. Um, but, you know, just got to play it loose. You know what I'm saying? Also, That's here's nice. what I, I would like right now. I would like a double chocolate donut and the world's largest Diet Coca-Cola. That's what I want. Mm. There is no way to get any of those things right now. Oh, is anyone in L.A. that can send him that? Is there a treat yeah. stream setup, John? <laughs> There's not. Damn it. <laughs> God damn no. 
Yeah, that would have really fucking helped me out. Richard Wright a couple of times really Buddy. cooked my bacon with those. Oh, absolutely delicious. There was a time where I had a full Chinese food meal, a full pizza, and a breakfast burrito just in my fridge. Oh, what an asshole I am. So Love fucking me. good. Have yourself uh, a time. Amazing. Oh, Morph is asking, either you played comedy tents at music festivals, how is it? I have oh, a bunch of times, John. So I assume you have too. Oh, which time? How would you like to talk about it? Which ones were you? Hey, did you ever play that Volkswagen festival that's run by Bound and Gags? No. <coughs> oh, Bound and Gags. Bound and Gags is a, a respectable organization. They put on good shows, so I assume that it's a it's a top quality stage. Oh my god, it was like fucking old school mods and scumbags. Like everyone was <laughs> bombing. I like instigated nearly getting the fucking shit kicked out of me security was called wow what, what triggered that shirtless guy you know what i hate wing mirrors no i think i i definitely started it if i know me <laughs> i think he's like you're an american and i was like canadian you xenophobic cunt i think it's what i might have said mm -hmm. um, and then we went from there mm. uh and then i think Bobby Mayer threatened to get naked? Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't don't hold me to that. And then I took the train back to the glue club. Some of them are fun. Like I've done I've done a few that were I remember Song, doing one at uh, at a festival where there was Amazing. like no walls to the tent. It was just mm -hmm. the top part of a tent. And so every angle was an escape. No seats, standing only in the grass and that was like a fight to keep the audience mm. the whole time every act was up there just stay stay don't leave and that was like fun and sort of thrilling um that was the first time i saw simon evans on stage he did a pretty cool set i enjoyed talking to him off stage more than i enjoyed his set i think he's gone a bit nuts since then simon but at evans, the time simon evans is the uh um old people when you hear this voice uh know exactly or like I am privately educated. That guy, oh, old, yeah. old posh guy. Yeah, yeah, very great. That guy is a great backstage hang. He has gone a little GB news, like yeah. such I don't a know shame. How, I don't know how to say it, but it's sort of just as like this is really cunty. I always think of it as like woe is me, right wing. Am I being yeah. really bitchy? Is that very mean? But it's like that kind of like why is why don't I have a unicorn? It must be because of the Polish. Yeah. I don't even understand. Yeah, it's very whiny, which is the opposite of conservatism, as far as I was raised. The whole point yeah. is that you don't whine, and you just yeah. fucking deal with it, and you build something new. Yeah. Worrying turfy jokes. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, tiny eyes, smart work, worrying turfy jokes. I, uh, I do always I enjoy... I like him so much. I'm I so upset. I do, by the way, very much enjoy Diamond Geyser is very much the turf whisperer. Like she always, this is like, just, just so you know, this is, the, and like, she's no. whom they, he, whomever is the one who first used the term for me, uh, turf and explained to me. And this is like, we're talking 2018 when, you know, who the mm. fuck was a turf back then? Um, Still JK Rowling. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was so wild. It was just like, because it was all like that was all around the George Floyd time as well, and you just like the I just remember like every news website 
it just made you feel hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was nothing good. Like sun, yeah, sun gives man AIDS. Welcome to hell. Fuck you. Well, that was so. Do you, do you remember early on in in the first wave? Um, I was doing daily topical jokes, so I'd release like two and a half, three minutes of just jokes from the news that day as a video, just to keep myself writing and engaged. Yeah. And they were fun, but after like I think I did it for a month, and it just it George Floyd hit, and I was already beaten down, and then George Floyd hit, and I was like, I wrote a joke that I'm actually I'm still pretty proud of. I think that video stands up, um, but. Um, the, That's the one uh, where you said uh, Derek Chauvin, like, let's hear him out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hear the whole story. Yeah. Uh, There's a little thing <laughs> called an investigation. And like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Uh, um, but yeah, and then I tried I tried to come back and it, everything was so fucking sad that I just couldn't face reading the news every morning anymore. Oh my god! I was, I was so enjoying writing the jokes and doing the videos, and I was just like, I can't, I cannot face this fucking shit anymore. It was, especially not being able to leave the house. I think maybe if I could have gone on a walk and written those on a train, it might have been different. But Ugh. yeah, I always would just uh, hung out a lot on my roof. But I remember that period of time. God, did I smoke? Oh, that was the last great time of smoking. Just <laughs> packs of Marble Reds. Just like. Because it was literally, so I'm between where the two riots are in LA. Like, literally, like, point zero was me. There are fucking blockades. And, like, the looters went around Koreatown because they all remembered the Rodney King riots when 58 people were killed. Yeah. But no one knew that was going to happen. And it was, like, the most eerie, terrifying night. Because everywhere around you is chaos. But it's, like, three blocks away. So you're like, what the fuck? is happening yeah. why isn't it here yeah bananas bananas oh let's never do that again let's never have no. a race war again yeah let's uh uh <laughs> write guys, it write it on the walls john put it guys, out there <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to be controversial and i know i'm gonna get a lot of comments about this but you know what what's cool with the fucking race wars huh yeah let's let's, let's use this remembrance day to remember all the people that fought in past race wars. Let's remember. And the never again. Never again. The nightmarish <laughs> rhyme from when I was in, I believe, grade three and we were paired with the grade eights. And we had to write an anti-violence advert. Let's be cool. Put violence in a pool. No. Yeah. Does that mean drown violence? I'm not really sure. I don't think hold it, it under the water until the bubbles stop? I don't think it was stop. that metaphorically <laughs> thought through, my son. I got news for you. <laughs> Like you're endowing it with a little bit uh, too much sauce. Just Phil Spector violence. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wait, what? No. Yes. Yeah, kill it and leave it in a pool, and then, <laughs> and then accidentally oh, yeah. get caught talking into a microphone later. That's how Spector went down, right? No, I think you was confused it? Phil Spector with Richard Nixon, which is a sentence I don't. I never thought I was ever going to no, say was it, in my life. Was it Phil Spector or was it someone else? Was it the Jinx? Who is the Jinx? That's Robert Durst. It was Robert Durst who went down because he had the microphone on, forgot it was hot, and confessed everything while he was pissing. Oh, man. I still think <laughs> about that guy's wife. That, that woman loves money. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. 
just marrying that coffee addict. Ugh. Like, what the fuck? One of my favorite running gags in uh, uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is that her landlord is in love with Robert Durst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, is it Fred Armisen shows up as Robert Durst in a bunch of episodes? I gave up on Kimmy Schmidt after the first season. It just oh, was. What happened? Mary Elaine, raid, 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 raid. Welcome, Raiders. Hello, Mary Elaine. Thank you so much for the raid. We're talking about Robert Durst. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> Why the fuck? Welcome, Raiders. God. Here is a video just for you. Suck my beard, dry and so raid. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Welcome back. Very good. I tried talking to someone during the raid video while dancing, but then mm -hmm. really freaked out that my mic was on, and then all that was... <laughs> oh, I had a real nightmare. Thank you so much for the raid. Everybody, welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. If you haven't seen us before, uh, normally there's three of us. Uh, Ashley Manning is taking a week off because she has very busy life. Um, and so today it's just John and I. Uh, we've been talking about Remembrance Day, uh, uh, other things. Uh, John, John's favorite British Prime Minister is Will Chamberlain, as we all know. Um, oh. A uh, bunch, of, bunch, bunch of big stuff. Bunch oh, yeah. of big stuff. No, so feel free to give us a follow. We'd love to have you. Any friend of Mary Lane no, no, is no, a friend no, no, of ours. Forgot. Neville Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain was a basketball player who had sex with a lot of people. If he was yeah. the British Prime Minister, wow, World War II would have been very different. You don't remember you don't remember the six months where they swapped him in? They just gave Will Chamberlain the keys for about six no, months. They you're were just like me. <laughs> I'll not be subjected to this absolute farce. This is nonsense. How dare you? Um Lord Palmerston. What is what is this? You know who Lord Palmerston is? It's the second time Steve Mooney's written it in all caps. Palmer Hollis? Is that is that what they call giving yourself a hand job? Is that Mrs. what they call jerking off in the UK? Lord Palmerston? Mrs. Palmerston? Remember from the, the teacher strike and the kid is hanging from the uh the the two loops? No. Mrs. Oh. Palmerston? In the Simpsons? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. It's a Simpsons reference. Okay, cool. Wait, Mary Elaine, did you take speed? That's a good wanky pun, right? That's a good Lord of gave, gave myself the old Lord Palmerston. <laughs> so in response to Mary Elaine, did you take speed? Her answer is, well, I mean, why, why today is everyone decided to be so interesting when I am? Mary Lane did the northernmost show in the UK with uh, Liam Withnell and I think Roscoe recently. What the hell? Yeah, they went all the way north. They went about as far as you fucking could. Uh, Mary Lane says, didn't take it, but I do take my regular ADHD pills. And I did a speed run of Broken Sword. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. So yes is the answer? Yeah, she's on speed all the time, basically. She's saying it wasn't a one-off experience. She's a speed freak. And she was great in the movie Go. Oh, yes. That's right, El Cheapo, when Larry Bird was the uh, chancellor of the executive. <laughs> yes. Yes. So John is currently recovering from a booster shot of COVID uh, for everyone. Uh, no, no. Uh, the COVID vaccine. 
How dare you? Nope. He got he got extra COVID injected into his body just to see, just to prove all the libtards wrong. Yeah, that's right. And, take that, um, take that, Mr. Rogan. <coughs> I tried, I tried to, I tried to get him to not do the stream, but he insisted. He said, "No, I need to get my word out there. It's not that bad. It's basically just the flu." That's a direct John Hastings quote. Yeah. COVID is just the flu. I've had it for um, two years. I can't taste anything. Uh, all I do is hug people. Like Dennis Prager. Yeah. I don't get that reference, but I understand hugs. Um, oh, my God. Someone write that down for a merch idea. <laughs> I didn't get that reference, but I understand hugs. So gloriously delightful. <laughs> my God, we could sell that to so many moms in their 40s. Look, hon, <laughs> it's like me when you text. Like that, oh. Yes. The, hon. Uh, J.H. Fred. The right song is 100%. It's one of the catchiest fucking songs in, in, in the world. David Horton yeah. crushed it. I wonder if there'll be more songs coming when we read. Get the get the background change ready, Chris. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Hold your, stop yelling at me. Hold on. It's coming. Hold on. Where is it? John, stop yelling. I'm ready. Performance launch, December yeah. 15th. And by that, I mean November 15th. Right here. Suck my beard dry. We're yeah, that's gonna have to be on a shirt for sure. We're gonna have to get suck my beard dry merch. Got Done it. absolutely. Right. Uh, but yes, we'll be reading that. Uh, I will be there. I believe Ashley's story is confirmed. Mary Elaine, can you be here on November the fifteenth to read? Oh yeah, we haven't we haven't asked Mary Elaine yet. Mary Elaine, we wrote Will Duggan's writing well, a movie called Informant Slut for Ashley. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna read it out. Uh, we're gonna do a script reading on the stream on the fifteenth. And we thought of you to be one of the parts. Are you free? Would you like to come on? It's gonna be you, Ashley Story. Excuse me, November fifteenth. So Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Um, Sunday's a big day. It's gonna be such a good show. It's gonna be long. No, is that Sunday's the fifteenth? I think so. Let's take a look. Monday. Monday's the 15th. Monday's the 15th. Yeah. Sunday Monday. will be a big show as we ramp up for Monday. I have never been more thirsty in my entire life. I'll have you. Back. John, you seem like you're fading. I say we call this. <laughs> you're, you're clipping now. Oh, so my God. oh you're back now. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I November fifteenth. I, I was testing you. Oh no! Uh, oh, um, okay. Thank you so much uh, for watching, everybody. We both hit walls. Um, we're at the end of the week. That's a wrap yeah. for us. Uh, thank you so much for coming in, Mary Lane. I'm sorry that you rated right at the end, um, but we really I, appreciate it. Everybody, follow Mary Lane if you're not already starting. Follow Mary Lane if you're not already following us. Why aren't you following us? We're fucking yeah, what great. What the hoot? We're good ass uh, time. Yeah, um, let's raid. Both. Let's raid JJ. We haven't raided JJ in a while. Yes, yes, yes. Let's raid JJ. And here is the raid message. Uh, John remembers nothing that was discussed on the stream. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much for coming in, everybody. We're going to raid JJ. Uh, feel free to uh, uh, give us a follow. Uh, remember. Patreon uh, gaming stream. We're going to do a live on the stream, but uh, patrons are allowed to play with us. We're going to play Goose Goose Duck. So make sure you have that uh, installed in your computer. That was as much a message to the watchers as John. 
Um, oh, don't worry, guys. Uh, I will stream. remember at 12.10 that's got to happen. And then I will have a harrowing 20 minutes. Because let me tell you, I don't want Chris to have that over me. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change how I'm gonna do this, but that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be great. Uh, thanks so much for watching, everybody. Uh, feel free to check out the podcast version of this, uh, which will be uploaded right after we're off. Um, uh, it's available on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to that, thank you so much for listening. Rate and review us. We're gonna raid uh, JJ Whitesnake now. Uh, raid message. Kirsten's been typing, so just copy and paste that. Put it in. We love you. Th thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you soon. Here is an old lady talking about sex. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. That's all. And that's called sexual intercourse. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering 